You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Besiktas International's The Black Eagles Podcast is back. Episode 137. I am your host, Sinan Schwarting, live from New York City. And back with me again is the prodigal co-host. The Achman himself, everyone. How you doing, sir? Doing all right. Said I won't be back later. And yet here you are. Yeah, we got, at least for a couple more months. It sounds like we're gonna get excited due to various coronavirus lockdowns and uh, a sort of strain of bad luck on your end. But yeah, Turkey's in like lockdown, so can't be really going over there. Yeah. So um, it's good to have you back. For, for however long it is, um, but yeah, bad luck on your end, and uh, you know, condolences on on the lockdown and all that. Uh, did you, you you're okay, right? Like you're on the back end of your uh, quarantine, right? Yeah. You test so positive. And uh, they didn't let me get tested, but um, I was in class with a person who ended up testing positive, so I was in a uh, in a mandatory 14 day quarantine, which ends in like. 14 hours or something. Wow. Um, countdown. The final yeah. countdown. Sorry, man. Uh, yeah. It's late. It's late over here. It's not even that late. It's late for the young cramps over there. Um, yeah, no, it, it, it is good to have you back. I, I was thinking I would just like go roll solo for a little while just to uh, gain a little flexibility like that, but then. Um, you know, scout for a new co-host or something like that. So this, this certainly like at least it like kicks the can down the road a bit, as far as my work. But um, yeah, it, it's good to have you back, everyone. <laughs> Not just because I don't have to work anymore. Um, but so yeah, obviously we are back for a reason. First of all, sorry for taking like the full week off. That was we, we sort of said we were going to going to, but then I thought I might come back and do like a. A little news report, you know, some some stuff came down. Speaking of coronavirus, and maybe we'll we'll do that first as well. But um, in the end, I figured, you know, like with, when when everyone said he was coming back, and uh, with the match upcoming and everything, I just I just said I thought I'd take the week off. I think we all needed a week off of backstage mentally, uh, and we came back refreshed. The club did, but but sort of. Uh, first, let's talk about that news, everyone. What, what was the deal with? COVID-19 in the Besiktas squad. So three players tested positive during the international break, like the first day they were going to train. And then Vida also tested positive while he was on international break. So we had four players test positive. Um, Vida actually tested positive at halftime while he was playing Turkey, which is, you know, we'll just move on from the uh, disaster that was. But it looks like it was Rosier, 
Insakla, and Wellington were the three players for us uh, who tested positive. They were all out for the game, along with Vito, which is basically the entire back line. Um, <laughs> it's interesting Dorcan wasn't quarantined then, wasn't it? Since they were all... I guess he didn't test positive, his... yeah. So yeah, um, he hugged, he hugged the guy and did test positive. Um, I had to Lucky. quarantine while wearing a mask. Yeah, right. He hugged the guy, like, sweaty, too. You know, it's like a sweaty hug. So the logic behind all these protocols are sometimes... Sometimes. Interesting, Um, so... And I guess it's the indoor ventilation thing and all that, but nonetheless... I mean, it it really raises the question... You know, whatever. Yeah, this is all, I guess... You know, sometimes I wonder how much... How you can hug a guy and... (laughs) Yeah, how did he not get... I guess he's lucky he didn't get it, if if in fact he did. Um... <laughs> Anyhow, uh, so who was out besides Vida? So uh, we had, of course, Insakala as well. Who else? Wellington, Rosia, and then Erson was suspended. So that's the entire back five that usually starts was out. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, I guess that's actually a perfect segue into the starting lineup for the match. Um, so we had, as you, as you say, an entirely new, unique back line. So who was back there? Yeah, so Utku was in goal with a pain injection. Um, <laughs> he almost didn't play. And then uh, it was Dorukan, um, Nejip, Montero, and Ridvan as a back four. Um, any fan of the podcast knows that that was scary. Uh, I mean, for one reason in particular, being Nedjip being there in the back. But at the same time, he was sort of a steadying presence considering, I mean, as much as we've advocated for Durakan as a right back before, uh, we haven't seen it a lot. So he, he doesn't bring a lot of experience there. Um, Ridvan obviously doesn't bring a lot of experience as, as a basically a youth product. Uh, and Montero as well, you know, a young guy, fresh off of a fairly stank performance too. So. Uh, lot of, lots of cause for concern there. Um, how about in the midfield? Yeah, this was pretty much the expected. Um, you know, Souza, Mensa, Tiba in the middle, and Gazal, Bubakar, Laren, which has kind of been pretty steady what we've been rocking with. I guess except Dorokan dropped back to right back instead of being in midfield. Um, it's worth noting Ozan was also out with a minor injury, so he could not have played. You know, Basically, I think they probably just assumed he had COVID as well, and maybe that was why I, I inflated the numbers mentally. Um, but so yeah, and of course Vincent Abubakar up front, our man, podcast um, favorite over international break. Yeah, he came in hot. Yeah, we, and we were hoping he'd continue that form, and he did. We'll say right off the bat, he he weighs on the defense. He did that throughout the match, regardless, but we don't, that's not a spoiler in and of itself. Um, but so yeah, let's talk about the match a little bit. So um, right off the bat, it's, it's active, just as you as you think it might be with Bashakshir here, who started off really poorly this season, you have to admit. But, uh, have yeah, they were, they were it below together. us for a while. <laughs> yeah, even below us. But uh, they pulled it together and are hot off of a huge victory in Europe. Do you want to say a word about that, everyone, before we get started? Yeah, they- Dembaba led them to a victory over Manchester United, so it's their first ever Champions League win, or at least group stage win. So Dem- Dembaba still haunting 
famed Premier League side, didn't he? Good for him. Um, but so yeah, th- there we go. Big game, and of course we, although we're weakened by injuries, we're you know, coming off a bad performance as well. But I think we're probably hungry to right the ship, uh, and after the break, you know, ready to get out there, come get off to a flying start, you'd think. And so, um, yeah, lots of back and forth stuff. Uh, I think Bashakshi had a pretty decent effort miss wide. Um, can you think of any early action there that you want to mention, everyone? Yeah, there was that one, like, uh, they tried to cross it from, like, the end line, like, right in- inside the box, and it, like, deflected off Montero, hit Utku in the back, and then hit the side netting, like, outside the goal. Um, that was probably, like, their best chance of the first half. That was, you know, heart attack, heart attack inducing. Heart almost attack own city. goal. Yeah. <laughs> but other um, than that, they weren't, you know, super dangerous in the first half, I would say. No, and I, I want to actually take this moment to give a shout out to that defense that we said was the the really um, you know thing to be worried about. Obviously, going into this match, uh, but they s- maintained a fairly steady ship through that first half. Uh, again, despite Montero coming off, it was a really terrible match. The previous one, Nejip being the kind of guy who you typically just never really want to see anywhere near the back line. Uh, Dorokan, yeah, looked fairly solid on that right back spot as we, as we have long advocated for him to be. Um, and Ridvan Yilmaz, a steady outing. Uh, the first half, everything looked great, huh? Yeah, I think their subs at halftime were, uh, you know, were, you know, it was a big quality injection, which is why I think the second half defensively we were struggling more, but um, there was still action to come in the first half, so. Yeah, I was going to say, before we get there, and it really took most of the half to find it, but sure enough, in the 44th minute, the first Canadian Mountie strike. <laughs> what happened here? Yeah, so we, our best chance of the game came like 10 seconds before the goal. Abubakar, like, pounces onto a loose ball. Oh, yeah. Nice good. pace. It was a tight angle, and he almost squeezed it between uh, Baba John's leg, but literally flicked off his ankle out for a corner and before they were done showing the replays um <laughs> Gezal's corner was swung in and Joseph got like the tiniest touch on it so Joseph gets the assist but uh yeah it fell to Atiba's foot right inside the six yard box open net. nice little tapping nice little tapping yeah. um yeah and I think had we not scored right then and there that that Abubakar miss would have really pained us for a while because it was so close and it really like it felt like it should have gone in uh, keeper got so lucky there, and then yeah, sure enough, boom, we score. Um, and Gizal, who I was somewhat critical of, you know, as as much as a steady ship as the defense managed to keep in the back, I was not particularly pleased with our ability to really connect things up front and, and pose a threat to this keeper, Volkan Babajan, who I think we needed to be challenging. You know, he hasn't gotten a ton of time in the last year, two years or like so. Two years, so. yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, last I year thought, he played he played three league games in the last three seasons, including yeah, this one. So. Exactly. So you know, I thought that we really needed to go at him, and I was disappointed that those guys weren't really putting it together. But then, boom! Yeah, here we go. And then, not much later, in fact, it would be the first minute of extra time before halftime. Um, right after getting a yellow card, somehow I don't remember that happening. Kyle Aaron, do 
you remember the Kylo Ren yellow? I don't remember the yellow cord. It was weird. Uh, but yeah, what happened right after? Right afterwards. <laughs> yeah, they kind of overcommitted, um, and as the like everyone was at the half line or higher for them, you know, like they were pushing to get one back, and then uh, the ball fell to uh, a teep at the top of his own box. I think he gave it to Mensa and like made an 80-yard run. <laughs> yeah, and Mensa <laughs> did some him. nice footwork, yeah. a nice little ball to him as well. Nice ball to Ativo and Ativo didn't really have a shot on, so he slotted it back for Laren, who uh, managed to squeeze it in. Yeah. <laughs> Path the defender on the line. The family man giveth. The Which is worth noting. Um, Laren had 16 touches in the whole game and one shot. And only two touches in the box. And that was... That's all he needed, so... <laughs> that's right. The magic man right there. What can you say? Uh, they were calling him the poor man's Lukaku somewhere. <laughs> I think Lukaku is the poor man's family man. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm... Like two goals this week. <laughs> Child's play. Come on. Can he, can he do it in six consecutive matches, though, man? Come on. That's a good question. Um, I, I'm no, you, you gotta give credit to the family man at this point. It's obvious, you know, it's obvious that he's not like the most talented football player of all time, um, or, or even uh, a good um, one. <laughs> but he's certainly getting things done for us, you know, you gotta give him credit. Um, no, I'm loving it. I'm loving the it. Team, so. Yeah. So uh, run us through these halftime subs that you just sort of alluded to. So that was it for the half, by the way. Um, two nil going in after uh, a, a well-fought half, but I think we kind of earned it by the end there. Yeah. Um, second half, things would change. The two uh, big money transfers, well, I guess they weren't big money because the, the, probably the high salary transfers was Nasser Chadla and Giuliano both came on, and I think that really, that was a big moment for them in the game because they summed out uh, Apuriano and Boli Bowling Boli Bowling Goli Bombo excuse me on that one um, no, a left back and a well center done. back where you know a, a cam and a winger or attacking mid as cam uh, so that you know right. showed their intentions and to probably sub on you know I would say their second and, and third most talented attackers after Vista um yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not following Giuliano, but I would imagine he's. You know, it would take a little while for him to get back into shape or whatever. But um, I've noticed that Shadley has been eased into this steadily and not really yeah, starting a lot. Hurt. What's the story there? Oh, it's an injury. Okay. Yeah, Giuliano has been eased in. Shadley was just hurt. So interesting. In his so yeah, certainly, game, certainly. Last game week, he played 11 minutes for the first time and had two assists. They were down 1-0 and they subbed him on. Um, he came on for the first time in the 80th minute, had two assists, and they won the game. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. been impactful. He carried so, that into a, to his next game. So. Uh, but certainly, uh, Epurianu for Shadley signaled intent. That was a big. Uh, yeah, that was decisive. Uh, but yeah, Topal got himself a yellow card. Mensa got a yellow card in the 58th minute. I don't remember that either. Uh, 65th minute, another sub that was interesting. Uh, Kyle Laren came out for. Nkudu, Georges Kevin, my man, uh, who looked, I'm not gonna <laughs> butter, I'm not gonna butter this, 
excuse me. Uh, it did not look particularly pretty. Uh, he didn't look like he should have even been out there yet, to be honest. And I hope it was more psychological. You know, he was trying to avoid injury, but you know, a lot of guys get injured trying to avoid injury as far as Undeniably I know. different. It's like the, the way he was running, like his stride, everything was clearly either he was holding back so he didn't like, you know, maybe you, they told him if you run at 80% speed, you're still fast enough and you won't get hurt or he's just not confident or he's not ready physically. But yeah, he was clearly running like differently and slower. So Yeah, um, and yet uh, wouldn't prevent something from happening. Um, so Dorakon took his we got a yellow card in the 67th minute. He's defended for next game. And that one I remember, it was a stupid foul that I didn't understand. And it's unfortunate that he'll miss the match against Fenner because obviously with all the rumors of him theoretically wanting to go there and all that, this won't quiet any of that. By yeah, he had to stroke. post something. Like the, the shushing emoji. Um, as people were saying he got the yellow on purpose, but... Yeah, I mean, which is, that's conspiracy theory, obviously. But it was a stupid yeah. foul, nonetheless, and we didn't need to be missing him, especially. But luckily, there's good news. I and mean, we might as well just drop it now that Rosier is back for the upcoming match, so... We don't even need you, kid. Um, but so, 70th minute, a more important card given. Run us through this play. How did Mehmet Topal get booted from this match? Um, so we had a counterattack. Uh, obviously, when you take out a center back and a left back for two attacking players, you're, you're going to be less lurching in the back. Yeah. Stable defensively. Um, they had, you know, two attacking, you know, center mids. I would say not attacking center mids, but it was better kind of Irfan Johnson or defensive mids, which is not defensive. You know, that's that's an attacking mm-hmm. lineup right there. So Unkudu was on the break. Try to hit some, you know, d- double step overs. Got a little bit of lucky, you know, hit off the defender, hit back, hit back off him. Shot across goal. Baba John punches it to a Bubukar. Bubukar is about to, you know, laser one in on goal. And then met Topal's big gangly hand just smacks the ball away. <laughs> I wouldn't say on purpose, but he literally like punched the ball yeah, next it to his. Didn't look good. Did not look. <laughs> like good. on the replay, like it was like he pelted the ball like 20 feet away. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it was Get about to go, man. So he didn't really have much, um, much to argue about. Although, although I did feel sort of bad from like, you know, if you're gonna get sent off, at least you would rather do it on purpose. But you know, it is what it is. It's like you've seen him doing that. Like you could imagine that happening for the national side when you're rooting for his his team. <laughs> And being well, pissed about this, it, but he's done this for Bushak here multiple times, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna. Say, that's it's, that's not even that far out of the imagination. Yeah, but so um, we're up a man. That's that's gonna help. Do you think we're 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 winning two nil? We're up a man. Gokan Tode comes in for Rashid Gazal, so we're getting some energy on the wings. You think, wow, that's a good move. We need that pace. Good to see him back. A minute later, Adem Lijic comes into the match for Bernard Mensa, and you're thinking, okay, now we're talking, so we're seeing Kuru out there, we're seeing Lijic out there. I think they came on right before the red card. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, that's what what a fat mob has. I don't think they came on right before the penalty was taken, but I could be wrong. We got competitive information here, but uh, yeah, nonetheless, shortly thereafter, penalty's taken, Vincent Abubakar, Steps up to it. How, how did it go? 
Yeah, he did the thing where he stares down the keeper. Um, <coughs> and just calmly slotted the ball like to the to the right side as Volkan dived early. Just, you know, Demba Ba style. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, another confident penalty was his second goal of the season. Another penalty. Um, wish he would score a non-penalty, but, you know, pen- you got to score those. Um, you know, if he missed that, I think we would have... Uh, the game would have been much worse. So, um, because we did not mention it, but they, Bashakshir was really knocking on the door. Yeah, then Baba missed the sitter. Wuku was having, you know, the time of his life out there. And then, uh, if you missed the penalty, that would have been, you know, bad news, as we'll see. Yeah, um, and he was, he was like ice in your veins, stared it down, looked the other way, put it away. Nice finish. Um, a bit later, they again, Bashak Shahir would make their intent clear. They took out Irfan Kaveji for Mahmoud Tekdemir, Dembaba for Gulbranson. They needed some energy in the midfield and going forward. Gulbranson, that guy, he would, uh, he would do I stuff. Th- this two minute period was where the, uh, the game definitely changed. Erdogan came in one minute later. Erdogan Kaya came yeah. in for Ridvan Yilmaz, which is a weird. So he had a slight injury. That was what. Yeah, that's was. apparently what happened. That's but unfortunate. He is fine. So, um, Rafael got a yellow card. I was not very impressed with him. So, maybe it's good we got the man Rosier instead. But yeah, he would come out for Wesley Punk, who I was actually a little bit impressed by. Um, <laughs> impressed with. Uh, but so yeah, and then shortly thereafter, 80th minute or sorry, 81st minute. Bam! A laser of a shot. What the heck happened? Yeah, it was just a long ball, and then Nejib kind of like heads the ball down into Erdogan, hits off Erdogan awkwardly, then bounced to Gulbranson, and then he doesn't, Erdogan doesn't really like close him down, and then he just, you know, hits his half volley, loop into the top corner, so. 3-1. Um, yeah, I don't want to sound like an alarmist. Um. But, like, every sort of clotting touch and then resulting in that one really gave me an unsettling feeling about Erdogan Kaya being out there. Yeah. Last time um, he played was post-COVID, which was June. And he played against Dennis. I was like, wow, this guy is really not very good. Um, and he did not make me feel any better with this cameo. So. It's a shame. Uh, it, you know, you always want to see youth products getting in there obviously he's like our fourth central back so you could even theoretically need, need him in some scenario scenario so it's obviously not good that we feel this way but yeah i don't i don't need to see him playing <laughs> anytime soon not with anything on the line maybe in the you know national cup or something yeah. Uh, but yeah and so then they keep knocking on the door Urtu would make two sort of uh just absolutely fantastic saves and then yeah, Chadla and Vizca were turning it up. For sure. Giuliano hit the crossbar in between. Or is that before? I don't even remember. But there's just so many chances that they piled on in that second half. And and we've settled into this match and gotten a little lazy. We're up 3-1 to one at this point. You know, I think we're up a man as well. Feeling a little too confident. Start setting back and say, okay, oh, you want to attack, whatever. Go for it a little bit, you know, and... and uh, in the end, we're, we're almost punished a number of times. The ball hits the 
post at one point. Um, Uku makes a couple giant saves. That post may have been earlier in the match, actually. Yeah, I think um, that was at 2-0 where they had Boz sitter and the, the post was at 2-0. Yeah, but then that was, yeah. Uku made like three or four saves after 3-0, the next goal, but. Yeah. Um, Spoiler. And it was tough. It was tough. You know, you felt like it was coming. And sure enough, and luckily it took this long, but in the fourth <laughs> minute of extra time, again, um, Utku makes a fantastic save, but this time a rebound. Uh, Gul Brunson gets on the other end of it. Sorry, I kind of took your thunder there, but so, yeah, you, you can finish up the description. Yeah, you should like cut it back to Gul Brunson. Um, and it was like a weird situation where Erdogan decided to mark no one. I guess he thought Joseph was going to drop in for him. Um, but, you know, he chose not to mark him. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. That was 3-2, so. So Erdogan Kaya in, uh, let's see, how long did he? 13 play? minutes. <laughs> 13 minutes, yeah. In 13 minutes, kind of key well, contributions and two goals allowed. Minutes. Yeah, true. What's he did complete time? one out of one passes, though, so shout out to my guy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Shade. Um, but so, yeah, that's how it would end. With a little mini heart attack, Skirtel would give himself a yellow card, as as he does. Um, and yeah, we, we squeak this one out, 3-2 to two in the end. And a match that we're winning 3-0 to nil in the, 80, the 80th up, minute, yeah. you know, with, you think, 10 minutes left. Uh, you come away with it with half the fan base complaining about the coach and calling for him to be fired, <laughs> even though you beat last season's champion, who are fresh off. A man, you victory. And so, this was a six-pointer. To you know, there were three points ahead of us. So if we lost this, you know, they have a uh, daylight. But now we're on their tail, equal on points with a game in hand. So we have a game in, in hand. So yeah. Yeah. Now things are actually looking looking up. Um, <laughs> let's not do the standings yet. Uh, although we've already sort of begun. Uh, and I'm so tempted because they're actually kind of one of the bright spots here. But alright, no, let's let's talk stats, Evron. Um, how about a little stat flash? What do we got over there? Yeah, I got some. I think I gave you one of them. The cool stats was Laren 16 touches. One of them. <laughs> one shot, two in the box. and That was his, uh, you know... Interesting stat of the game, but I do have the XG um, courtesy of Rosie Sports or Rosie Report. Um, he had us at 3.5 and Bashakshir at 2.8. Um, I think, you know, the penalty helped that bring us above them. Um, uh, shots were about equal, but I think um, throughout the run of play, they had like a lot of good chances and we just had like a few really good chances um going forward and what's interesting so you, you mentioned that we had they, they dominated possession um but we actually looked kind of better in count on the counter often didn't we yeah uh i think we you know we got that first goal off a uh, off the corner and then the second goal was off a of count this is the second and third goal were off counter attacks um, so I think, you know, that first goal, they, they like got away with it. Abubakar didn't score. He probably should have. Well, not should have, but, you know, Fulkan Babajan made it missed a save by accident, <laughs> for being honest. And then, you know, they can see that goal. And then after that, you know, 
they push too many men forward and we uh we punish them for it yeah but i think from halftime to like our third goal that they had a load of chances which i think was capped off by you know that's demba boss sitter that would could manage to just jump in front of yeah i mean demba boss just smashed it into his groin there but yeah yeah and i think it's worth like you know like the the pass the pass map which shows the average touch abubakar is like super deep um he's at he's basically in line with Dorukan, which is a right back <laughs> and atiba who's you know like the eight so i think although he played well again you know you would rather your striker is not that deep that often and then kyle laren's average touch was on the half line <laughs> so he was wow. really like, we we i think it wasn't like a vintage performance um but you know we got the job done uh, and it wasn't like we played like garbage either so. yeah it's one of those we, we've done this already we'll do it again it was one of those matches where if, if all things come together and we have a nice little run for a title here or at least a good season of to some extent i don't know how that i think it's got to be it's like title or bust in that sense but um you know, you look at these matches as, as sort of big ones, you know, where you held them out, you got the three points, you got it done, even though maybe you had to kind of bend and not break and all that stuff. But yeah, at the end of the day, a huge three points, as you said, a, a six pointer. We're level on points now with Bashak Shahir, Fatih Karagumruk, the kings of Istanbul, um, <laughs> uh, with a game in hand. So we can actually pass them. Even with a draw, which you, and, you, you uh, hope we do better. But. The team we lost to last week, Gaziantep, is also ahead of us. They didn't win. They only won one game all season before they played us. But, you know, now they won two in a row. And they got hot against this. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, yeah, let's talk standings then, too. Uh, well, we're, we're, since we've already do- dove in. So, yeah, we, we sit in seventh place now. Um, uh, Very there's tight. A, yeah, I mean, it's an amazing table, actually. Um, short, like, so Ankaraguj is the bottom, and they're kind of clearly bottom feeders. But then you have uh, Denizli Genschler uh, with five points to Ankaraguj's two. Kaiseri has seven, and then uh, Erzurum Spor, eight. Antalya Spor, Trabzon, and Sivas have nine. Yani Malachia, Gostepe have 11. Hatay Spor, Kasim Pasha, Rize, and Konya Spor have 12. And, and then you reach the group of 13. Uh, sorry, I'll hand it over to you now, Evra. Yeah, things were worth noting below us. The only team that could pass us is Hatai because they have a game in hand and they're one point behind us. Um, so they're, you know, in, in the running also <laughs> if they uh, win their game in hand. But uh, And then above us, as I mentioned, is Gazantep who won. Um, but Karugumruk tied so they drop points you know we, we made up the ground on them and then gala also tied like a real real uh <laughs> a real funny game <laughs> i think they had like four xg to one not even once like 0.5 they managed to tie one one while being a man up so to a relegation side history so we'll take that uh fenner and Wait, so galatas that i had uh, xg of four yeah or 3.8 or something like that and like something ridiculous like that. They had 27 shots. And only they scored, scored on a penalty, right? Yeah. Huh. It, yeah, it was. Works. And Kaiser had three shots. So. 
nice we've FIFA been there game. we've been we've had that before <laughs> we know that, that feels like so we'll, no we'll mercy take we'll yeah. take it um so we're you know within striking distance of third place right now going to next week which we play the two title fighters right now which is alanya and fenner who are both on 20 points so fenner has an extra game than us alanya has the same games as us so big game so I guess coming up yeah stay tuned obviously um sunday november 29th 11 a.m here on the eastern coast of the united states of america so check your local listings i think that means like 6 p.m in turkey but again yeah don't trust me um but yeah it's it's that's obviously a huge match derby and all that but um we're now i think seven points back on them so on Fenner, yeah, with a game in hand so if we win we would be four points back with still a game in hand so you know with maybe just a point back right time. we could theoretically just a point back yeah if we'd win so the that's game an important point if we if that game in hand is three points we would have 16 points now and be in fourth place and now yeah. that's important because people have been panicking uh calling for everyone to be fired left and right and um calling all of the new guys busts and all of that you know without really let it, letting anything sink in and we've gotten through this period now fully obviously now this is the squad we're rolling with for the most part um but you know without a striker and a right back and uh, a central defender initially you know bouncing various guys around in and out uh, we've we've managed to get through that rough stretch uh, and and again like theoretically could be fourth place so um but you know, even if we were to draw, let's say, and have 14, we'd be in fourth. Well, we'd still be in fourth place, or maybe fifth, depending on Gaziantep. Is that head-to-head? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's head-to-head, so. So there you go. Even with a draw, fifth place, though. So um, it's not Panic City yet. I don't think we need to be freaking out that much. Obviously, like, we, Evron and I have been... Pretty serious critics of of Sergen's um, player evaluation skills, right? Like who he's putting out there and everything. But on the other hand, he's obviously compensating that with some pretty decent coaching and man motivation, or you know, something on the back end. Because it's not it's not a complete horror show, right? So yeah, we've seen worse. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So do you have any you want to, you want to piggyback on that sort of uh, conclusion to this match here? Um. You know, I would say I'm uh, ignore the back line just because, you know, it's all subs, basically. Um, I would say, you know, Woodcook played out of his ability that I, I think we both said he was capable of. Uh, Ridvan did pretty good. Torokan did okay, and the center backs were okay, you know, starting ones. But, you know, from the, the, the you know, the normal starters, um, I think Atibo was his man of the match. Well, I think it's worth the point of arguing it. <laughs> Yeah. And on the wings is where I think it gets a little dicey. I don't think Gezal and Laren is our best solution. Yeah, I mean, um, you hope Nkudu is going to come back. It's good to see him play, but he, on the other hand, yeah. not Nkudu like that. Yeah, just came back. Um, and then hopefully for the Fenner game, Hostage will be back in the squad. So, you know, I think our wings are getting repopulated again, so we're not stuck with only those guys as our only option. But I just don't feel like, you know... It's conducive to a Bishita style play. I don't think Gazal's 
consistent enough. Um, obviously, he can whip in across here and there, but I don't think he can really beat a man. Um, and then Laren scores. So as long as he keeps scoring, I won't complain. But I, I, it's going to stop eventually. Um, and hopefully it's not next week, but... Yeah, it, it has to stop, I think, right? Uh, it, Especially it's not like he's getting like loads of chances, you know, he's just literally, he's literally just finishing off of scraps, so. Um, hopefully, you know, someone sees that and wants to buy him. I would not be opposed to that in a couple months. No, and you know, it, <laughs> either way, I think it's he's overperformed what our expectations were. He's been very helpful. All credit to him. And you know what? If he can string these kinds of I mean, his, his finishing has actually looked much improved on it, if we're going to admit. He's starting to do with his feet, too. So, good, I mean, good for him. Uh, you hope for it to continue to some extent. Obviously, uh, just scoring every match is not... I mean, you, you know, you don't even expect that of, like, Messi. So, um, whatever. Like, he, he has a, a, a much lower ceiling yeah, than... Or floor, rather than that. When he's not but, scoring, what does he really offer? Not much, is, yeah. It's a big question. Um, it's not yeah, terrible, not but, you know, I just think it better. Um, so. No, I think he's a he, he provides us with a great option off the bench for a striker. Uh, I don't know about his wing stuff. Bench, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't I, know what I the think deal is. He like, needs to settle into the game, which is kind of what bothers me the most. Well, I mean, and, and if anything, you can if you can say anything with the goals he's putting together for us it's, yeah, these are sort of flashes that could happen at any moment so you know maybe his mentality has changed and he can contribute this type of stuff off the bench we will it remains to be seen certainly you want to see two actual wingers out there and uh, you want to see Abubakar playing above him Abubakar did really well to weigh on the defense uh, I would agree Atiba is the man of the match on the on the field of play, although I think I might have to go with Utku this time. Um, it feels so weird to say it, but he really <laughs> I mean, played huge. The thing with Utku is he can't kick normally, and to, it was basically like having Tolga in there with his injury. Um, he wasn't yeah. even taking goal kicks. I think he had like 30% pass accuracy, yeah, 35% pass accuracy. And it's really scary whenever Cross comes in, because he, he doesn't... Yeah. He doesn't come out. I mean, if but you could take Erson's ability yeah. in the air and with his feet and give it to Utku's ability sort of on the ground, you know, with his reflexes, you'd have yeah. a fantastic uh, keeper. And I haven't given up on Erson. Erson's 19, so he could he can still develop that ground game, you know? But Yeah, I mean, Utku's are still so he's 23, so it's not like he's that young. Um, but, I mean, it's not like he's ancient either, you know, keepers play for a while, but I think he's more of a finished product. Um, Utku at 19 would have been, you know, not something. <laughs> we what, well, we saw a little bit. I think he was not. I think, yeah, he, he, was he came in at 20. Was I think it was when he, like 19, turning 20, not 18, 19. What we've seen Erson playing. So, and I mean, credit to him. I think the last time we saw Utku, he he wasn't that bad. We thought, okay, whatever. But I don't want to see anymore. Uh, and so this time, he, you know, he he put out a real good, solid match. Yeah, last season he sucked, um, but this season. In his minutes, he's been fine. So, well, this game he's good, but well. So, and that. now let's talk Fenner. Erson's back, right? He's two match suspension. Oh, two matches. I thought that was the one. No, it was Joseph's that got short. Yeah. Um, and then we didn't start. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I you know it's good that he had that match before the Fenner match. Uh, that was why I asked. 
Yeah, um, absolutely. He'll be in that, assuming he doesn't, like, fully tear his hamstring, whatever's going on, but, you know. Yeah. And Sokol, I, th- I think, is going to be back, but Rosier is definitely back. Um, Ozan is back. Well, Ozan and Hasich are, like, supposed to be back in training. Um, but I think, well, there's a good chance for Rosia to start and then a slight chance for Insakla to start. It was good to see Liaj coming off the bench finally and play a little. Uh, yeah. I still feel I like it's weird for us to have a talent like that not playing. But Yeah, apparently Sergan said he wasn't angry to not be playing, so apparently it doesn't matter or something weird like that. So. That sounds weird. <laughs> that sounds super fishy. Um... But yeah, I mean that's it. I think that's that's about all of our coverage here. Um, yeah, word. Um, Evron, take us out. You got anything final to say to these folks? Uh, big games coming up. <laughs> we play, you know, Fenner, Custom Bush on online the next three weeks. So, not gonna say it's the whole season's on the line, but I think we'll have a strong idea of what we're uh, what we're in for. Whether that's a title fight, um, a hunt for fourth place or something worse uh, so hopefully you know we stick it to all the haters yeah there you go i like it um yeah. And, and yeah i think it's one of those things where like you get a point against fenner and then those other two matches kind of become huge you you get three points against fenner and you can kind of like okay let's see let's let's try to round this thing out um but it becomes a little less like do or die right uh yeah. But certainly this Fenner match is really a pivotal one, and especially as far as catching up to them and stifling those title hopes of theirs. You know, they've done this buy-all-in for one glory run, um, and if they fail, it will be catastrophic for their finances, and obviously that's what we hope for. <laughs> uh, so we hope that they don't even make Europe next year. We want them to suffer. Uh, I mean, joking, sort of. Uh, but I would like to beat them, obviously, and I, I want us to win the title. I don't care what they do, honestly. They spent the most by a landslide out of any team this year um, on transfers. Yeah, I, I don't like that approach because it's not Yeah, because they, they got them, like, almost all in on free transfers, and so, you know, apparently none of them have sign-on bonuses. That's the... Uh, <laughs> That's their trick, yeah. That, yeah, that is their trick, but, yeah, they they they've spent a boatload um to assemble this squad under Emirate. Sort of geriatrico squad, though. I'm not a big fan. Uh, I really don't like the approach. Uh, it's something that Galatas and I have been trying to do for years and has blown up in their face a number of times. And they've, it's, it's not how you build something sustainably. I think you've got to invest almost equally in young players and in the future as you do in um, short-term gaps and fixes. Um, and I think you have to deal with the little mistakes here and there when you because of younger players uh, for the bigger picture and, and hope that you have enough talent beyond that to overcome it. Yeah, and so far, I like what we're doing with Besiktas this year in that regard, to be honest. Uh, there were rumors of, of a Rossier buyout that we're, we've ne- we're already negotiating a buyout for him. That would be fantastic. I think it's pretty much guaranteed where we want him. Um, oh, yeah. But I, I don't think the finances will add up. Uh, think i'm hearing five six million the rumor i heard was five mil yeah and so obviously well it just depends it 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 puts all the more onus on the results they put out there this season 
if they get Europe, uh, and not just Europe, but the Champions League, then, then maybe you can swing <laughs> maybe. it, right? Maybe, uh, so, yeah. and if we get if we get championship money, because you get a big bonus for that too. Yeah, but you know, then you, you can win, probably you swing first it. place, and you have the deal agreed early enough. But it's, it's all, if he does so well that we win um, the title and all that, yeah. yeah well, then you have that question. <laughs> yeah, no. So you, that's that's why I I don't mind the five million thing if that's what they want. I feel like he's definitely proven to probably be more than we can afford. So if it's five mil, I think we actually maybe could afford it in that one scenario. Uh, but it puts a lot of pressure on them to get that. But of course, that's the goal. We want we want the title, so. Yeah, he's a good um, with player, that, but he's a good. I just think, just don't think we're spending five million on a right back. We, yeah, we can probably. barely spend a million on a right back, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, and we're gonna have to kick the can down further. Maybe we loan him again. Um, anyway. Follow us on Twitter, uh, the mothership at Beshitash underscore INT. Uh, obviously, transfer season's getting kicked off again soon. I don't know how that scheduling is. It's, it would already be real fast approaching normally, but now things are a little weird. Um, I think it's January 5th or January 15th or something. We'll, when it gets closer, we'll, I'll remember it. But yeah, Already rumors of strikers, which is, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, Jake Toastman is the... The look of the man, um, but yeah, also follow us uh, the, the podcast itself at Beshikta. Oh, sorry, at Eagles underscore podcast. Follow myself at Sir underscore Rights underscore a lot. Follow us on Instagram, Black Eagles Podcast. One word. Uh, you still you out there, everyone? No. no still on that height. Well, uh, of course, there's one thing that I do have to say before we go. I'll donate to the raffle. Let's go back to Tosh! Besiktas International hopes you enjoyed this program.